mama, Hannah here, and let me ask you a question. What do you do when you realize your purse has been stolen? Or maybe a better question, what do you do when you lose your focus? We're gonna dive into that. I'm gonna give you a little surprise story right now. Here's the big question. How are these average everyday moms getting radical results in their lives? How are they able to transform their health, money, families, homes, and have fun doing it? The trick? We're not average. I'm Hannah Keeley, and I'm going to spill our secrets and answer your questions right now in That Mom Show. Okay, let me take you back a few days. I was visiting my parents. <laughs> Y'all, this story is crazy. Every time I go visit my parents, when I fly in, I always rent a car and I make a stop at the grocery store because I like to get healthy groceries and make meals for them. I like to have food for myself. So I was here at the grocery store. I hadn't even gotten to my parents yet. And I decided I'm going to get all, all the groceries to make meals for them. And I'm shopping, right? I'm going around the grocery store, doing the loop that all moms know how to do. I'm three quarters of the way done with my shopping trip. And I look down and my purse is gone. I freak out. See, I always put my purse in the little spot at the front where you would normally put a toddler. But since I don't have a toddler, there goes my big black backpack, which is my purse. And I look down, it's gone. I have a cart full of groceries, no purse. I freak out. I run to the front, grab the manager. My purse has been stolen. It's got everything in there. My phone, my money, the rental car stuff, everything's in there. I'm panicking. He's like, okay, sell down. I'm going to get someone to go look at the video footage and we'll try to find out where your purse is. And I said, okay, then I'm going to the doors and I'm going to stay there because no one is leaving the store with my purse. So I run to the doors and I'm doing this like 007 secret agent thing and I'm, I'm blocking it, right? No one's going to pass with my purse. I'm checking out all the buggies. People are coming through with big baggy coats. I'm kind of giving them the eye, you know, looking, looking, and looking at them really carefully to make sure they're not hiding a backpack under there. And you know, like mama, you know, my adrenaline is shooting. Like my blood pressure goes up. My heart's racing. I'm freaking out because everything is in there. I'm away from home. I'm traveling. I'm panicked. Meanwhile, this guy is going through all the video footage, trying to find out who took my purse, where it is, if it's even still in the store. And then he put this, the, everyone who was working in the store on alert to look for this black backpack. I'm there about five minutes later. I am, y'all, I am doing like spiritual warfare. I am claiming the blood of Jesus over that backpack. I'm surrounding the store with angels to guard it. No one is leaving with it. I am calling that, that backpack back into my possession in the name of Jesus. Like I'm sure there was like holy fire coming out of my mouth. About five minutes later, Frank from the deli is pushing this cart over to me that lo and behold is holding my backpack. I erupt. I'm like, oh my gosh, my backpack. Where did you find it? Where'd you find it? He's pushing it over there with a sly smile on his face. And he said, yeah, this cart's been sitting over there for about, you know, 
for a pretty long time. I didn't know who it belonged to. I said, what? He said, yeah, there's a card that was over there. And I, it was staying over there. I didn't know whose it was, but I figure it's yours. I look in there, y'all. I am not even kidding. There's my backpack and six hard-boiled eggs. Evidently, I started my loop and I picked up some boiled eggs and evidently I abandoned my cart and hijacked somebody else's. I'm not even joking. I can't make this stuff up. I stole somebody's shopping cart. I abandoned my shopping cart with my hard-boiled eggs and a backpack and stole somebody else's. Like, you can take me out, but but you know what? Something's going to happen. Like, inevitably, something's going to happen when I'm out in public. I am so embarrassed. I'm so apologetic. He's just kind of laughing it off. And I'm sure they put out an alert to all the grocery stores. If you see this woman, do not let her in your store. She is dangerous. I was so embarrassed. But I got my backpack back and my hard-boiled egg, so... The story ends well, but it got me thinking, how often do we do the same thing in our lives? How often do we abandon something that works really well for us just because we get distracted? We lose our focus. We get distracted by another shiny object and we say, well, maybe that'll work. I mean, think about it. The same tactics that worked for you, the same method that worked for you. And it's worked great, but all of a sudden something else jumps on your visual field. Something else hops up on a website and you're like, man, I think that might be better. And I'm going to try that out. All of a sudden you abandon what originally worked for you. You stole someone else's idea and it's just not working. The reason is you abandoned the solution to use someone else's method. Isn't it true? You're like, well, this works for me, but this person, look at the results that she's getting. I'm going to do it that way. And with there's so many distractions that come into our visual field, so many distractions that pop up in our lives. This person has this awesome method. This person's doing this and it's working for her. Try this person. Try this. Try this. Try this. All these people are getting amazing results. Check out this supplement. Do it this way. Build your business like this. You need to parent like this. This is a solution. And all of a sudden, we abandon what we know works to try someone else's miracle solution. And the miracle leaves us with a mess. Think about it. Even spiritually, we will abandon our first love. God will give us the wisdom. He'll give a solution. He'll say, do it my way. God doesn't change, y'all. His way has been the same for all eternity. He has a way of doing things. He wrote about it. He gave us a covenant. If you do things my way, he said, behold, I put before you life and death. Choose life that you and your descendants may live. He says, this is my way of doing things. This is life. This is abundance. This is prosperity. This is what you want in your life. And he puts it right before us and he shows us how to live. But all of a sudden something shiny comes along and we're like, well, yeah, I know God. I know, I know you said do it this way, but, but look at this. It works for them. Look at the results that they got. 
and we'll abandon our first love in order to try someone else's tips, tri tricks, and tactics. And then we start spiraling downward. Then all of a sudden, we're not getting the results we want. We could have gotten an initial high, right? Initial, you know, bang for our buck. But then all of a sudden, we lose our joy. We lose our peace. We're not getting the results we want. Things are going wrong in our relationships. Things are going wrong with our, with our emotions. Our home is falling apart. Things are not working the way they should be working. And then what do we do? Just like me in the grocery store, we start doing spiritual warfare and we start claiming God's blessing over the mess that we created. God's not going to bless your mess if you're not doing things his way. But we start going into spiritual warfare. We start in the name of Jesus, calling things that are not as if they already are. And we start, we start beseeching God to come through on our behalf, to make a, to do a miracle, to have a breakthrough. And then the whole time he's saying, girl, I gave you the breakthrough. I gave you the miracle. The problem isn't that the miracle isn't there. The problem is you abandoned it and hijacked someone else's solution. We all do this. We're all guilty of it. We all think there's a better way. See, God's way is everlasting. God's way never fails. But it works through sowing and reaping. That's how God's kingdom has always worked. Sowing and reaping. We'll sow seeds of faith. We'll step out in belief. We'll get started in a project. We'll get started with, with putting into practice something God has told us to do. We'll start making small steps and all of a sudden we're not seeing the results. And we run off and try something else. When we just didn't give it enough time to work. Think about it. I abandoned my cart with my backpack and six hard boiled eggs. I didn't get very far in the whole shopping experience. Sometimes God will tell us to do something. Start speaking life over your marriage. Start tithing to your, to your church. Start doing these activities with your kids. Start being obedient in the small things. He'll tell us to do something and we'll start. And then if we don't see results right away, we run off and try the next, go after the next shiny object and then things don't work and we're wondering why they're not working and we can hear that still small voice of God saying girl go back go back go back you abandoned what I told you to do to seek another method Go back. What did he originally tell you to do? What was his command over you? What was the wisdom that he imparted into you? What was the step he told you to take? Where was the obedience that you were supposed to come through with? Go back to that. Go back to the cart you abandoned before you hijack somebody else's. And let's pick it back up. That's where your solution is. Your solution isn't in spiritual warfare over the mess that you created. Your solution lies in the wisdom to go back to what God originally told you to do. Not this, there's not a place for spiritual warfare. Good golly, Miss Molly, I do it on the daily. But I'm telling you, sometimes we are praying for God's blessings over our mess instead of going back to what he originally told us to do 
to avoid the mess in the first place. So before you're seeking God's miracle over your finances, go back to when he told you to start tithing. You see what I'm saying? Before you start warring spiritually over your marriage for your husband to come around, go back to that obedience where he told you, speak with kindness to him, respect your spouse. Go back to what he originally told you to do. And that's where you're going to find your miracle. That's where you're going to find your breakthrough. That's where it happens. God never changes. His covenant never changes. His word never changes. He's got away. Whatever the mess is right now, wherever you're warring, wherever you're doing battle, I promise you God has already established a way to get you out of that and get you back on track. Your job is is to seek his wisdom and then have the boldness, <laughs> the rash boldness to follow through with it. I know you got this, girl. I got you. I love you. I care about you. Go back to his original design and let's get results. Are you ready to get radical results in your life? I can give you the jumpstart you need for massive success as a mom. In fact, I've got that mom show starter kit right here with your name on it, girl, and I want to give it to you absolutely free. Just go to thatmomshow.com or text the word KIT, K-I-T, to 345-345. That's the word KIT to 345-345. That Mom Show starter kit comes with my best-selling time management program for moms, Squeeze the Day, my guided faith-based Master Mom Meditation, and a printable copy of the Master Mom Manifesto. Print that baby out, say it every day, just watch what happens. That Mom Show starter kit's valued at over $300, but I want you to have it for free. Just go to thatmomshow.com or text the word KIT, that's K-I-T, to 345-345. Again, text KIT to 345-345. I'll talk with you later.